with Power 108.9 on social media. Instagram at Power 108.9 and Facebook at Power 108.9. It, it, it's, it's, the, it's the exact same thing. It's at Power 108.9. Oh. Oh, okay. Power 108.9, a station for the people. Keep, keep, keep it locked. Power 108.9, the station for the people. If you're a content creator, social media socialite, influencer, or simply love to record current events, you need the joystick. The joystick is an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile phones or tablets, allowing users to stream and record hands-free on multiple apps simultaneously. And it's lightweight and portable. For more information or to purchase your joystick today, visit our website at www.joystick.com. My powerful and pristine people, it's your boy E-Money, your favorite engineer. Check it out. If you want to get involved with Power 108.9 as far as partnerships and advertising, if you want to reach our 50,000 plus listeners and viewers per week, please email power1089ads at gmail.com. That's power1089ads at gmail.com. Speak to our marketing director so we can get you set up and ready to go. Let us help you reach your targeted audience and expand your brand. Is there a such thing as a work husband or a work wife? They say, you know, you my work husband. No, the hell I ain't. <laughs> no chicken nuggets. None of that. Even I cannot be relied on at work for your ass. I wish a woman would yeah. come to me, but like, that's my work husband. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> a station for the people. The opinions and views expressed by this program are those of the program, program host, and guest, and do not necessarily reflect the views of Power 108.9 and its officials. We hope you enjoy. Beautiful people, ascended people, conscious people. Welcome. Conscious Intercourse. Armand Kadima, your host, along with Ebony, Emma Peel. We're back. We are back. We're here. We're live and <laughs> live and direct. Indeed, indeed. You know, ready to pick up, pick up where we left off. Such an interesting show. Yeah, Last it was show, uh, getting to know Mr. Kadima. The inaugural show, right? The inaugural show, yeah. The inaugural yeah. show. You know, getting yeah. a good introduction of who you are and yeah. where you come from, your journey. Exactly. You know, left some controversy on the table a little bit. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit. You know, he's, he's going kind of hard with the, you know. With certain things, huh? <laughs> it's it's, it's all good, though. That's what, that's what it's about, right? Certain things we're not going to reiterate. It's okay. All right. Then, you know, we don't want to. We want to <laughs> keep everything cool, calm, and collective. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh, we trust everyone is lovely out there, enjoying yes. this amazing, amazing weather. Yeah. As um, most of us that are here in the northern hemisphere, yeah, are you know are realizing heat, uh, heat waves. Yeah, this you know? heat. This heat. <laughs> this is this is that southern heat. This is um. This is hot, <laughs> yeah. But I can't complain. You know, I'm I'm moved here from Chicago, so indeed, I'll where, take it. Where are we? 
We are. Where are we? <laughs> right? Where are we? <laughs> I'm everywhere, my friend. <laughs> we're on the web. We're online. Yeah. No. We in the ATL. That too. That part. Georgia. <laughs> ATL Georgia. That part, right? Oh, it's hot. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. We. Um. You know, it's it's been a beautiful, you know, couple weeks, you know, reflective. Um, you know, touched on a lot of different, you know, topics, conversations on the last, you know, the inaugural episode, the inaugural program, and um, really, you know, laying down the foundation of what Conscious Intercourse is and how it's come to be what it is. Um, you know, mostly it's been my journey, our journey rather, you know, because I am part of the whole, we are one. Um, our journey as a people, just from my perspective, you know, from my experience. And um, just sharing, you know, my perspective on things, on reality, as we call it. Mm-hmm. So we shared a lot of, about my background, you know, origins in the Congo, um, journey to America, um, you know, some some tragedies along the way. Uh, yes. You know, the transition of both my parents and then um, my siblings and I just having to figure out what life looks like from that point forward. At the age of 18 for you? Yeah, I was 18. 18, Taking on so much. Indeed, right? Loss of both your parents, you know, being the, you know, the the head of house. Yeah. Taking on the responsibility of taking care of and protecting your siblings. Exactly, right? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, at 18 years old, it's like here I am, I'm the I'm the eldest of the three of us and we're just, you know, my sisters are still in high school. I'm mm-hmm. um, in freshman year in college and it's like where, where do we go from here? Um so it was um So where know, did y'all go from there? Where, 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 you said um I think you said last uh show that they your your uncle stepped in and helped. Yeah, you know, my uncle, my mom's younger brother, you know, he was around. Um, he stepped in, but it was, uh, I think I touched up a little bit about this, but it was a challenge for him to come in and and um, an attempt to raise two 16-year-old, you know, young women. Because he had children of his own as well, right? Yeah, I think, but he had like a toddler at the time, um, yeah, younger child, yeah. So it was, uh, you know, quite of a journey because, you, you know, you have, you know, Teenage girls at so you said years your sister. Old. So you you chose not to go. Like, what what made you stay behind? Well, no, I chose to go. So you my sisters and I, we had a conversation. We huddled and said, "Hey, mm. um, I offered to drop out of college, and for us to just get a place together and just figure it out." Um, but they was like, "Nah, bro. Like, you got a football scholarship. You're you right. know you've wanted, you've been wanting to play football for you know your whole life. This is you know this is your thing. You're in college. You're." playing football you're doing what you want to do what you've always wanted to do so go do that yeah. um it was very wise of them to actually you know have that that fortitude at that age to be able to um empower me encourage me to pursue you know college and you know Absolutely. pursue my football career okay so um so yeah the agreement at the time was that they were going to stay and you know move in with my uncle um and let it be what it was but 
unfortunately that didn't last too long i think a few months later they they kind of fell out my sisters my uncle fell out and oh, wow. my sisters are out on their own oh wow <laughs> yeah and they were how old? 16. 16. I think they just probably were about to turn 17. Okay. Yeah, so 16, 17-ish. So, yeah, so they ended up having, you know, 17 years old. I don't even know how they got an apartment, you know. <laughs> but back in the days, they, they just they figured it out. Um, so they, you know, I went to college, you know, pursued my college education, education. <laughs> and, uh, you know, played football. And they, you know, they remained. Was good? What you mean? What kind of question is that? <laughs> a question. <laughs> a real question. You, you haven't heard of me yet? No. <laughs> Damn. No. You said like, you said that like oh, that. <laughs> I heard you. Like yet. you ain't see these highlights on ESPN, huh? <laughs> Damn. I missed it. You clowning? My bad. Damn. I missed it. Man, that's a shot right there. Was that was that any good? I'm just saying. I got I to ask. Uh, I think, all black I think people... we wanted to know. <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm black. Of course I'm good. Oh. What you mean? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know. You know I, I did my thing, you, you know. Did, thing? <laughs> I did okay. my thing, you know. You know my excuses that I got hurt, you know, at a you know, tor tor, no hurt you know. excuse. The injury, the Damn, injury. Wow. <laughs> the injury, dang. Wow. We're doing Could this have right been now. Just huh? prominent, just I mean, you was on your way. Man, you coming for me right now. <laughs> On on live, uh, but it sounds uh, on, like on the airways. It, it sounds like that was your your safe haven. That was that's what kept you going. I mean, yeah, you, you know, football football was a you know it's you know it kept me focused on on a goal, right? You know, yeah. out there with teammates, um, you know, pursuing you know what I enjoyed, uh, mm -hmm. what I had passion for. Okay. So um, yeah, you know, I, I did my thing. Um, Fort Valley State, shout out oh. Wildcats, da. <laughs> right, so, the injury. <laughs> yeah, about about that. About that injury. <laughs> All right, fast forward. Fast what, forward. What, what we you know, injure? What we injure? You know, I'm just saying it was a little, you know, little knee injury. It, was, it put you out the game, huh? Took Yo, you out. It was it was rough, man. You know, you, you know, you tear the major ligaments in your. Your yeah. left knee, the three major ligaments in your left knee. But I, I did, I thought, I came back, did my thing, you know, but it got to the point where I just lost, lost love for the game. Mm. Um, I think I had, uh, you know, not having the type of support, you know, family support, you know, my mother not being there, my father not being there. Wow. Um, you know, really nobody else, you know, my sisters were younger. So it was like the games, you know, I, I would see all my teammates, you know, Embraced her families after the games, and I was just, you know, that's important. Yeah, and I would just be there important. by myself, just you know, kicking, you know, kicking dust, you know, kicking the dirt, like yeah, damn, not you know, nobody cheering you on. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it was, you know, it got to the point where it was just, it was challenging. Um, but you know, I did my best, and my, my junior year, I just, you know, kind of hung it up. I said, you know, I needed to focus on what seemed like more of a promising career. Um, you know, hitting the books and figuring out a way to earn a living once I finished school, you know, make sure I had some, you know, a way to put, you know, money on the table, food on the table, rather, on top of the money. <laughs> <laughs> money on the table. You can put the money on the table. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's smart. Yeah. Um, so you, you didn't know. have that, you know, basketball, I mean, football career, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, figure you know, out another way. 
yeah, you know, you gotta have that plan B, right? You know, plan A, uh, football, yes. the NFL, that you know, that just didn't didn't work out. Um, okay. But um, I made sure I focused on plan B and uh, got my degree. You know, I walked. Um, and while in college, interestingly enough, you know, I uh, I met a young lady who ended up becoming someone I married. Okay. Um, so that was probably one of the best things that happened in college, Absolutely. you know, in addition to the degree. Okay. Um, yeah, so. So what year, what year, college year? Wow. Asking the year, yeah, too, right? Yeah, what mean, like your freshman year, sophomore, junior? When I met, her, when I met her? Yeah, when you took on, you know, got, got married. Like, well, I didn't get married till after college. Okay. You know, but right. we were, you know, we were pretty serious, though. Yeah. We're pretty serious. You know, we met, you know, fell in love in college. And um, in the midst of all that, there was, you know, some controversy, some drama. Um, Come on. Drama, <laughs> what's the juice? <laughs> what's the juice? Yeah. You know, I ended up um, conceiving a child in college um, with another young lady that I, that was not the one that I was about to marry. Oh. Yeah, so things got really, really excited. Mm, you was having too much fun in college. <laughs> oh man, you know, in the middle of a little country town with nothing to do but yeah, I remember that. Drink, yeah, smoke, party, and extracurricular activities. Yeah, 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 I remember those days. So you know, things happened, and uh, it was a, ch- it was you know, it was it was a learning experience because I. I was having a child. Yeah. Yeah, with the woman who was not the one that I was with. So how did that, uh, what, what kind of toll did that take on your relationship? Oh, man, it destroyed the relationship, essentially. It was okay. it was rough. Um, you know, we, we, you know, you know, we figure it out. Um, we, uh. Were you not happy? Were you just having fun? It was just some random, random. It was just random. It was, it was you know, random. it was just, it was something that just, it was just, you know, it was, she was a friend of mine. We had class t- classes together. Mm. So it just happened to be one night, I, you know, I got into it with my girl and. Oh, it was, it was revenge? No, it wasn't revenge. It, it was, was more like stress relief. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> stress relief. From, from you know, most, so, you know, some people, pop, people pop Advil's, you know, people drink, oh. you know. People you smoke, you, you know what I'm saying? Get, wow. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what did Marvin say? You know, I need some healing. healing. I need some healing that night. Wow. You know, you know Marvin, Marvin, you know, know what time it was when, when, he, okay. when he put that on wax. Um, and then it just, <laughs> you know, and then it just turned out to be what it was. Yeah. 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 But, you know, a beautiful thing came out of it, you know, conceived a child, uh, you know. Beautiful baby boy, um, you know. Even though it caused, you know, I think for me it was more of a, a learning experience. You know, learning how to balance two women and their personalities and their emotions. And actually, I didn't learn how to balance it. I failed miserably. So, uh, <laughs> so, so she, she, so I failed miserably. So she decided to stay with you through all that. She so did, you yeah. A baby on her. Like, yeah, she well, stuck by you. yeah. Well, yeah. I well, guess, I guess you could say I had it on her, but we got into it, and we weren't really, we're not together. All relationships. Oh, we're, so y'all broke up? 
Well, you didn't say that though. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say it like that. It wasn't. Was it a breakup? We were just like cool. We were you, just in, like in your head. Y'all were broke up, but not in hers. No, we weren't broke up. We were just we were talking, right? And then we just stopped talking. That's what it was. You know, you talk <laughs> and then you stop talking and then you talk again. So, so in the midst of us stop talking, we had a fight. Yeah, we had a disagreement. So. We had a disagreement and we stopped talking for a little while. And when we stopped talking, you know, yeah. some action occurred. Right, action, <laughs> <laughs> some action. So okay. yeah, so we ended up, you know, staying together and working working through it. And um, you know, once because I graduated that year. And um, once we left school, we moved um, to Atlanta. And, um, you know, we always talked about going to church, right? So we, um, like our first week in Atlanta, we decided to go to church. You know, the church that I, that I attended prior to going to college. So, you know, I was, you know, I had a pretty, uh, what I consider a good relationship with the minister there. Mm. So... I go to the church and he's not preaching. This minister that I have a relationship with, he's like a, you know, I remember him as being like a father figure. Uh, I remember he had helped me um, raise the money to, to help bury my mother. Um, so, you know, he was, you know, he was uh, yeah. a stand up guy, you know, okay. but then he wasn't preaching. I walk in, I'm like, yo, where buddy at? You know, some other dude up there. I'm like, some other dude up there. I'm like, where, where, my, where my dude at? Where my guy at? Yeah. And uh, so, we, you know, we did the church thing that morning. And then uh, after church, I see him. He runs up to me. He's like, hey, you know, I see you. I'm like, hey, you know, how you doing? You know, we used to call it, you know, brother. How you doing, brother so-and-so? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm doing great. It's been a long time. I'm graduated. I'm, I'm a grown man now. You know, I'm back home. And decided to come back to church. Church. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and he's like, great, great to see you. Mm-hmm. Um He's like, I see you with a woman and a child. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm with a woman and she, you know, she, you know, she has a child and we're together. He's like, okay, are y'all living together? I'm like, yeah. So she had a child already. She did. Yes. Okay. So this was not your child. This is, so you wasn't with your child. She had her child prior to you getting together. Indeed. Correct. And how old was her child at the time? Um, the time I think she was like three so you came yeah, right around, in around two. She was like daddy. two. She was yeah. She was two. Yeah, oh, wow. no, actually, she was yeah. She just turned three actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now and, you got two children. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Okay. Oh, responsibilities. Exactly. So you moved to ATL, and of course, you left. Yeah. The, left. Left your son. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He um, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, she went home. I didn't leave. So she went home to have the child. Okay. And because uh, she actually she didn't come back to school that following semester after, you know, the incident occurred. Um, the incident occurred. Yeah. The action. <laughs> she got pregnant? Yes. <laughs> Literally, like, and it's crazy, you know, it was like a one-time thing with me or her. Like, it was the first time yeah. ever and, and the only time. And. It was just it was it was meant to be, you know. We came together specifically to create this child. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah. So he, you know, going back to the minister, he's like, "Are y'all living together?" I'm like, "Yes." He's like, "No." Paul said, 
It's better to marry than to burn. I'm like, Paul, who's Paul? I was like, oh, Paul from the Bible. <laughs> My father's name was Paul, so I was just like, Talk about daddy? Like, <laughs> I ain't saying that. <laughs> I don't remember my daddy saying that. I'm like, he's like, it's better to marry than to burn. I mean, that struck me. I'm like, damn. Mm. Like, he's like, he's like, you shacking up, and that's you know, that's against you know, Christianity. Yeah, it's not Christ-like. It's not Christ-like at all. Mm. Well, I'm gonna leave that. Okay. <laughs> 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 go ahead go ahead tell us how you feel well i don't know when you said christ-like that's a, that's that's christ-like that's what christian but i don't think christ, christ was smashing <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that was the case so i think everybody that's out here smashing isn't like christ-like Christ <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying so <laughs> i'm just there. saying I don't know. So, anyways, you know, <laughs> yes, it wasn't Christ-like. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you know. God. So I was like, all right, well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna we're gonna have to really reconsider shacking up and uh, whether or not uh, this is the, the right thing to do. You. Yeah, the it was on like you to, to it, se- it seemed that way, right? Yeah. I'm just like, man, like. Cause I'm I'm looking at her like, damn, I'm 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 the one that brought you here to this church, you know, mm-hmm. and now it's like we got a conundrum on our hands. Not a conundrum though. A conundrum. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell it, <laughs> but I can say it. Wow. Somebody recently said conundrum, and I was like, yeah, conundrum, conundrum. So what is it? Is it is it conundrum or conundrum? I thought it was conundrum. Okay, so now you got to break it down. What does it mean? It means some issues. Oh. Some problems. Okay. You know, some things we must figure out. Right? Indeed. So, so we, uh, you know, <laughs> we, uh, we had some conversations and then he was like, oh, you know what? I, you know, I offer premarital counseling classes. You know, it'll be this much. I'm like, damn, like, it's a hustle now. It, this didn't turn into a Paul thing, and now it's like a hustle to get these services, premarital marriage counseling. I'm just like, damn, son. For <laughs> real? Son done? You know what I'm saying? That's a lot. That's a lot to take so, on that you wasn't ready for. I just, I, you know, for me, it was like, I just, I just got back in town. I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to pay some bills. I got two kids. I got a woman. Like, I'm just... Like now you, like you try to hit my pockets for this, you know, thing I didn't even really was planning for. So I was like, all right, I, I don't want to burn, right? That that, that 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 burning thing, that, yeah. that, that right there is doesn't seem like fun, you know. No. So we, you know, we decided to go through marriage counseling. Um, so we go through the marriage counseling, and you know, eventually we get to the point we finish. We're like, all right, we're ready to get married, and then it's like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. The church won't let us marry in the church. Why not? Well, they won't let this particular minister marry us. Because oh. apparently he uh, was being unchristlike with other women. 
Oh, <laughs> wow. So there was some controversy in the church oh, going on at the time. That's why he wasn't at, in the pulpit. Yeah, so I'm sitting here like, yo, you're trying to get me to get married. And you, and can you eat, out here smashing. You out here smashing. The congregation. That's what I'm saying. You know? Uh, you know, you out here making Sunday calls. You know? <laughs> Private Sunday class. Yeah, you know? Bible study. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. But this is somebody you looked up to. I did, you know? It's yeah. a, so it was it was quite, it was, you know, as a young man, um, not really having a father, you know, not, right. not, not from here. So I really didn't have a lot of elders or, you know, male figures that I could really, you know, reach out for advice. He was one of the ones, only mm-hmm. ones that I, you know, really had. So it was. It how was, did that make it, you feel? How, how did that make you feel taking advice from somebody who was being unchristlike? I just, I didn't even really process that. It mm-hmm. was just, it was also sudden, mm-hmm. you know, it was just like. You know, it's, it's like I looked up to him. I, you know, I, I, you know, I knew who he was as a person. You know, I knew his family. So, I, you know, I thought he was a good man. So I mm-hmm. just, I didn't want to judge him, you know, or to mm-hmm. try to, you know, we all make mistakes, right? You know, and I, because I understand it, you know, I'm here I am, I'm, you know, I got my own little situation going on, right? right? So I wasn't going to be judgmental. I, I, you know, I just we just figured out we found another church that would let them you know, okay. officiate us. And we did that. Right. Got married. Um, actually, just just did it. We kind of just went through the motions because it, uh, personally, I felt like I wasn't ready for it. Neither was she. We just, you know, yeah. just did it. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's we started, you know, the American dream. Right. You know. We get we get jobs. Her and I both get jobs. You know, we were working. We're, um, you know, she eventually gets pregnant um, within a within a year. Um, so here we are. We're starting a family, right? We're pursuing the American dream. We're we're going to church on Sundays. I got a corporate America job. You know, she has a job. You know, um, I guess corporate America job as well. So we both got corporate America jobs. You know, we have children. We're going to church on Sunday. You know. We're working on building a you know a white picket fence you know around the yard. Yes. You know we're doing you know dream. living it up the American yeah. dream. So, you know, times passed. We you know have additional children. We have have twins. We ended up having conceiving twins. Um, you know, and we and we jumped to you know four children, and then me five right. So here we are. I'm, I'm in my mid twenties, twenty seven, twenty eight. Mm-hmm. You know, five children on child support. I'm really living the American dream. You know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm in all the databases. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, baby, mama put you on child support. <laughs> Man, child support. Wow. You know, so I'm in all the databases. I'm really, you know, realizing the the American dream. You know. Yeah, you're starting to the, get the hang of it. Yeah, you know, the, the, the black male in America, you know, dream. You know, I'm I'm realizing I'm I'm living it in in, in living color, as they would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm doing my best to you know to hold it down, maintain work. Um, you know, just you know, time time goes by where. Um, you know, just learning, figuring this whole marriage thing out. 
you know, we have our ups and downs. You know, we have our moments, our disputes. You know, we also have our our, our happy times where you know things are great. Where you know we're, I hope so. You know, we're taking the children <laughs> to the park. You know, Saturdays. You know, we go to yeah. Stone Mountain. You know. We go to do the, we do the firework shows on Fourth of July. You know, we're yeah, doing all that family, family stuff. stuff. You know, yeah. You know, and so we're, we're 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 doing the best that we can. That's good. Um, and the next thing you know, it's like, I don't like you. I don't like you either. Mm. It's like, what's going on? What just happened, right? Um, you know, we're you know, I'm I'm working sixty seventy hours each week. She's at home with four children. So we get home, we're like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm trying that's to run away. I get home, I'm trying to figure out a way to go hide in see? the basement somewhere. And she's in my spot. I'm like, what you doing hiding in the basement? Like, this is my spot. Like, we, bo- we both trying to hide, right? Cause, you running know, from the children. <clears throat> running from the children. The responsibilities, you know. And it's, it takes a toll it, on the relationship. Yeah, you know, this, um, you know, the... You know, you're working, you know, you got school for the yeah. children. You're, you know, it's just paying bills. You're, you Taking know, you're, on a lot. Yeah, you know, working yeah. for Georgia Power, you know, working for, you know, Wells Fargo dealer services, you know, working for the landlord, right? Because you, you're working just so you could, you pay know, them. pay these people. Yeah. Eventually, it just takes a toll on your relationship because you're, you're always frustrated. I'm, all, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm always like, I got bills on my mind. I'm sleeping. Mm. It's bills, 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 bills. You know. You got five kids. You got five kids. You got to you know, figure five it out. Five kids, child support out here, five trying kids, to suspend my wife. license every other week. You better figure you know? it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to the point where it was just stressful. So I'm irritable all the time. You know, she's stressed out because she's at home with the children all day, and she's like, I'm not having adult conversations. She's just talking to babies all day. <laughs> Just got to the point where we were just at odds all mm-hmm. the time, and then um, she's like, "Oh, let's you know, let's let's figure something out. Let's let's go to marriage counseling. Let's do something." I'm like, "All right, whatever." So eventually, we we go to marriage counseling, and in the first session, I get diagnosed with anxiety disorder. I'm like, "Damn, like I'm retarded now." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like straight up, like actually, I think my children tell me I'm not supposed to use that word anymore. Retarded. Yeah. Yeah. So that's insensitive. So I'm mentally challenged. That's what. That's what anxiety. That's what you got from anxiety. That you're mentally challenged. Yeah. So you okay. know, the gentleman told me that I was. Um, it was probably due to some type of chemical imbalance in my brain. You were taking on a lot. You know, you had a lot of pressure on you, young. Yeah. You trying know, trying to figure it out. Yeah, so that's, I'm like anxiety. I'm like, damn. I'm that's like, normal. Like, that's that's yeah. normal in the black community. We what, all anxiety? got anxiety. You like, know what? That's one of my homeboys said. Because I hit my homeboy up. Who doesn't have anxiety? I hit my homeboy up. I was like, yo, they said I got anxiety. This white man said I got anxiety. Yeah. He's like, bro, you're a black man in America. What you mean? Like, every who time doesn't? the police pull up, <laughs> you right. got anxiety. You got anxiety. I'm like, he's like, yo, you're a black man in America. Of course you yeah. got anxiety. I'm like, damn. So I am like, like oh, right. that's it? Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> you know, after about six months, I'm like, man, you know, um, you know, my wife, you know, her name was Yolanda. Yolanda was like, yo, yeah, you may want to consider that because, you know, I've been Googling it and that sounds just like you. This got your picture right next to anxiety. I was like, damn, like yeah. for real. So 
eventually after a little while, I decided to get on, you know, they, I guess they prescribed me some meds. I started taking anxiety meds. I, you know, I fulfilled another, you know, American dream checklist, you know, <laughs> prescription pills, you know. <laughs> I was like, I graduated from college, check. <laughs> get married, check. Child support. Get on child support, check. <laughs> prescription meds, check. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dang. So I got that one. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I, I checked another box. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to take on so young, so early. Yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I hear, I hear the little, you know, hear the sound coming in. We gonna take a break <laughs> and come back to his anxiety issues and uh, find out how we get conscious from here. <laughs> <laughs> Power 108.9, the station for the people. Yo, it's Michael McFadden for our friends over at Credit Building Professionals. You know what they do? They help their clients achieve better credit. How? Late payments, fraud, liens, charge-offs, student loans, they do it all. Get results in 30 to 90 days, and it's very simple to contact them. Hit them up on their website, creditbuildingprofessionals.com, or give them a call, 678-447-2012. Once again, 678-447-2012. Tell them you heard it on Power 108.9. What up, Credit Craig? My powerful and pristine people, it's your boy E-Money, your favorite engineer. Check it out. If you want to get involved with Power 108.9 as far as partnerships and advertising, if you want to reach our 50,000 plus listeners and viewers per week, please email power1089ads at gmail.com. That's power1089ads at gmail.com. Speak to our marketing director so we can get you set up and ready to go. Let us help you reach your targeted audience and expand your brand. Question, what's the only station where you can get R&B, hip-hop, pop, and talk radio? Time's up. Power 108.9, a station for the people. You can't oh, even come over. You got the blocker. Yes. Oh, man. You, yes. You, you gifted. I put that in my bed. My wife. Always, but see, my oh, my thing is this. I, with that type of bed, I've always wondered, you know, does it help you leverage, you know what I'm saying, when when, when you're making, when you're handling business, right? Well, we're, over, we're over 50, right, so. Right, side <laughs> only. <laughs> leverage. It's spit, swipe, stick. Spit, swipe, stick. Spit, swipe, stick. <laughs> And dismount. <laughs> this time was to go to commercial. Power 108.9, a station for the people. Mental health awareness. Let's make our mental health a priority. This is Dr. S, and you're listening to Power 108.9. What's up, y'all? We back with Conscious Intercourse with Armand Kadima. Getting a little inaugural conversation. We still dwelling on the um, the whole the whole way Conscious Intercourse was brought about, you know, and Armand's story and how we how we got here. Indeed. Talking about his marriage, the ups, the downs of marriage so young with children, going through mar- marital counseling, you know. 
Exactly. Anxiety. And anxiety. Right. Mental mental illness. Man. <laughs> mental health. Mental health. It's so, you, you, so, so important. You 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 know, I, I think anxiety plagues us all. We all we all deal with a little bit of that. Yeah. You, you know, know, it's not it's it's not necessarily a mental illness or you know, it's yeah. It's how we cope. It's how we deal with trauma. You know, I mean, I hear that, you know, but I just never thought that uh, I thought I was normal. You are normal. That is that's the point. That is very normal. <laughs> Anxiety is normal. Now you said I had a chemical imbalance in my brain that needed to be fixed with drugs, these mm. pills to, you know, balance it back out. He was like, well, you know, I told him how, you know, when I was in college, you know, I, you know, I used to burn all the time. <laughs> And he was just like, well, if yeah. it was, he was like, if it was legal, I would prescribe it to you. But you know, he said you were. He's like, he pretty much he said I was self medicating in college. You know, because I tell people the only reason I made it through college is because of you know my relationship with you know the young lady named Mary Jane. Um, Mary Jane used Mary to you Jane know got us through. Yeah, Mary Jane used to give me right. A lot of people. Mary Jane would come <laughs> over and make everything everything all right. All right. You know, you know self medication. Yeah, Mary, the Mary, herbal. Mary is amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, so I get on the anti anxiety meds, and you know, you know, life is cool, but you know, this, the side effect was that I, you know, I would start food would start tasting better. <laughs> you had the munchies. Oh man! <laughs> so you gained some pounds. Grubbing. You was eating a lot. Man, I would eat like. I remember one day at work, true story, the vending machine was left unlocked. OMG. Wow. Man. I wow. had so many Twinkies and Ho-Hos and <laughs> Honey Buns. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, you know, cameras in here? I was in there grubbing. <laughs> So they set me up for so, failure that so day. So your wife, your wife wasn't prescribed nothing. She was good. She, she, no, she, she was, was all right. good. You know, she, you know, she, she was, she's the normal of the two of us. Oh, okay. You know, well, um, that's good. You know, she, you know, I would say she was the stronger of the two of us because you know when things got really bad, she, she kept it together. Um, you know, even when we got things got worse, you know, that's that's what happened with. Um, you know, after a couple of years of, you know, being on the anxiety meds, well, anti-anxiety meds, um, I just got to the point where I just was frustrated. You know, work, things at work weren't going, I mean, things at work were cool, but I was working just crazy hours. Um, and it just got to the point where I just, yeah, um, stuff at work just started getting on my nerves. I started looking at ways to get out. Mm. And next thing I knew, I, I created, you know, circumstances that got me fired. Um, wow. I got fired and so I went home. I was like, yo, I'm done with this corporate stuff and yeah. I'm going to go back to, you know, I'm going to pursue my father's, you know, legacy, you know, um, which was, you know, what was, you know, importing semi-precious stones from the Congo and, mm -hmm. and, you know, and selling them. Okay. And, um, semi-precious yeah. stones. Yeah. And she was not heaven. You know, she was just like, what? She's like, you're going to get fired from your job. We got bills to pay. You're going to go sell rocks. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Rocks, right? Rocks. She, I know she wasn't trying to hear that. No, she's just like, oh, so you got five children. Yeah, five children. We got. We live in this big, expensive house. You're an accountant. You're like an accounting supervisor for a corporate, you know, corporate company. You gonna, you get fired and then you gonna go sell rocks. Like, like, are you kidding me? So, you know, in the midst of all of that, she was trying to get me to, you know, to go to, you know, counseling and. She was, you know, she said we potentially may need to separate for a little while. Cause I, I got to, at that point, I, I stopped, you know, I, I immediately just got off my anti-anxiety meds. I started, you know, I started rolling up. So I started rolling up. I was in the house just burning and, you know, rolling up. She's just like, she was just like, you've lost your mind. Like completely. You're just in here. You, you just Going stop taking your drugs. Now. Stop taking your meds. You're yeah. smoking weed. Right. And you're going to go sell rocks. Like you, she's like you just uh-uh. you through. She's like you know what, I ain't got time no. for this. You know you got to get your life together. And I just I can't be I can't watch you spiral out of control. Mm. So she you know, she asked me to several times to you know to to separate or to consider some high level intense marriage counseling. But I just was I was not feeling it. So so she told me she was gonna you know file a divorce. And I was oh, just wow. like, I'm like what is that? I don't say I don't. I don't know what that means. Like, we married. Like, we said to death that was part in front of God. Like, there ain't no such thing as, Dude. like, what does that mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we said to death that was part. I ain't cheat. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't put my hands on you. Like, you know, like, what do you mean, divorce? I was just like, whatever. I was like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't operate by these, you know, court yeah. systems. So anyway, she fought for divorce, you know, divorce, you know, I just signed off whatever paperwork she gave me, her attorney gave me, I just signed off on it. You just gave up. Just gave I, up. I mean, I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. What do you mean? I didn't know what it meant. Like, I just, I didn't, that concept was foreign to me. Mm-hmm. So you didn't put up a fight, is what you said? No, nah, not at all. You didn't put up a fight, you just let it go. Yeah, like, I, I'm like, you're always going to be my wife. Like, what do you mean? Like, we, we did this in front of God. Like, it's permanent. It's, mm-hmm. you know. It's set in stone. You're going to always be my wife. Yeah, straight up. It's like, crazy. Like, where are you going to go? Just, just make her be married to you. I mean, she's mine. Oh, wow. Like, she's my property. Like, oh, wow. that's what marriage is. It's like is it? my woman. Is that what marriage is? Yes, yeah, she's no, mine. That's, that's, that's a misconception. That's not what marriage is. Man, everybody I hear here in the streets, we talk about my man. No. My man. No. My woman. A... What does that mean? Like, this is my phone. You can't take this phone because it's mine. Right? But that's not that's that's not ownership. That's not what. It's not it's not ownership. It's not. You know it's a it's a union. You're supposed to become one. You your your partners, exactly. but you, it, you don't one. own you don't own her. You didn't own her. You bec- but we became one. But then you divorced. There's, how do you separate one? How do you divide one? You, no. <laughs> I'm just, how, how do you tell? I mean, the, the, enlighten the, me the, here. The how unity, the marriage, one? the combines to make one the once it's over it's over but how is your over look. how do you become one and then unseparate look or separate that's a, you, i mean i you're one like how do, i don't i don't that's, get that I, that's a great way to think that's a, that's a, but it don't it don't always work out like that uh, but evidently. you don't own her but you you didn't own her so you know but she's you, mine and we're one <laughs> so you're gonna tell so you tell me i don't own this phone that's that's a material possession Oh, it's a, that's a human. That's a person with a soul. Mm, so we, we need to rephrase our terminologies then. So yeah. we can't say my husband because to me that denotes possession. Mm. Right. 
my wife is mine. Like I can't, my homeboy can't just. Hey, can I borrow your, your wife for the weekend? Like that's you know, your perspective. When, no, right? no. Because my homeboy can't borrow my wife for the weekend, right? Because <laughs> she's mine. She's your wife. She's yes, mine. she's your wife. She's your wife. Sure, no, exactly. She's mine. So yeah. how is she gonna divorce and go? Because that once is, and, once is divorce, she divorce and go lend herself up, and lend herself to somebody else. Like what they do that at? Like you're mine. <laughs> like I own it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Like what is? What do you mean? So you were off your meds at this time? <laughs> <laughs> you was off your meds. Don't blame us on the meds. This has nothing to do with the yeah, meds. Yeah, I, I see where the chemical so, lack was in the brain. I, I, yeah, damn. I see. So <laughs> that happens, and here I am. You know, you know, I'm I'm broke, no job, no marriage. You know, divorced. Um, you know, the attorneys are telling me that I got to pay $2,500 a month in child support and alimony, or I'll go to jail. And I'm I like, use on double child support. So whatever that means. Alimony. Wow. Yeah, in addition to the other child support. This right. is just, yeah, so exactly, double Spiraling, child support. Spiraling, huh? So, yeah, so here I am, no job, um, you know, no money. And um, next thing I know, I meet somebody who promises me, you know, wealth and fame. And he tells me to do this, do that, do that. And next thing I know, you know, I'm locked up. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> yeah. So everything's just spiraling out of control. Now you done that. Talking about American Dream. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Another box. I just checked. Another, man, another just, milestone. So, you know, the divorce. Okay. The divorce box. System. I checked I, the American Dream, you know, you know. Achievement, you know, list. I checked off the divorce. I'm like, all right. I checked off the divorce box, and here so I am now. Checking criminal off. activities. Yeah, I'm, now I'm checking off the getting arrested, you know, check box. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing very well. Actually, I'm, oh. I'm checking off all the boxes at this okay. point. So I check off the box, you know, get arrested for some just nonsense, and then at this point, I'm like. Like, where did I go wrong, right? So, fast forward, I start, you know, analyzing myself, my life, how I've gone through this point. I begin to reassess my faith, my religion, my relationship with God. I start reading, studying, and I get into reading, you know, about all the major religions in the world. I start really just, you know, I'm alone. I have a lot of time on my reflecting. hands now. I start reflecting. You know, Where I you learn. went wrong. What exactly. Happened? You know, self, yeah. So I start, you know, I start reading, I'm studying. I'm learning how to meditate. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I become vegan, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm exercising, you know, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. You know, I lose like 80 pounds. Like all these things I'm transforming, you know. Mm -hmm. And I just happened, it was my 33rd year, right. So I'm like, man. Here I am, 33. It feels like I died, literally, at 33, and then resurrected. I became, you know, I became awake, you know, I became awakened. I started, okay. you know, realizing that a lot of the things that I've been taught were lies. So I started questioning everything because I felt like I tried everything and it didn't, didn't work. Mm. So, um. Try to do things the right way. Yeah, and it know? just didn't work, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I ended up, you know, I, I go back to corporate America. I get a job. Um, actually, as I start meditating, you know, and practicing, you know, mindfulness and, um, 
I ended up getting a job, you know, the highest paying job I've ever had, you know, highest role as an accountant that I've ever had. And things were looking good, I, you know. Um, you know, um, you know some, some challenges occurs um, in Yolanda's life where, you know, she, she, has a, she has an ectopic pregnancy where she almost loses her life. And, oh, wow. um, and this is like a wake up call for me. It's like, man, like life is real. Like I just, so this is after you divorce. She's yeah. You know, she's moved on. on, you know, we're doing our thing. I'm dating. I'm doing my right. thing. And the interesting thing about it is her and I was we're really cool. We were co-parenting. We were, we would talk about our experiences. You remain the, friends. Yeah. We would talk about our experiences with, you know, our dating, you know, in our dating lives, people were meeting and That's good. You know, the nonsense that was out here in these streets, you know, we were just talking and laugh, but she ended up, you know, um, yeah, suffering a topic pregnancy where she almost, you know, she lost consciousness, almost lost her life. Wow. At that point, I was just like, damn. And I realized how much I really, really loved her and I still cared for her. So we ended up reconciling, right? We ended up reconciling. That's good. Ended up coming together um, and, um, you know, starting life again. And uh, um, starting life again. Yeah, once more. Okay. So we, you know, we get together, we, you know, she wanted more children. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, we're, I mean, we're, we're, we're at five right now. She's like, I want more babies. Oh, wow. I'm like, no. So that we wasn't ended up, enough. Yeah, right? So we proceed forth and, you know, we have, um, you know, we have one child. Um, and then we subsequently end up having, you know, twins again, our second set of twins. Wow. And, um, and unfortunately, she transitioned from complications from a C-section that delivered the twins. Wow. So it's like, like, what the f, f right? <laughs> like, Bruh. like, what the F? Like, this, this, this can't be life, you know? This can't be real. This is like a dream or a nightmare, actually, you know? Wow. All um, faith, all faith tested. Oh, man, all, all of it. All faith. Like, like. Literally, yeah. here we are, like eight children in. Yeah, you know, two brand new babies. Right when know, you were on your your spiritual. Yeah, enlightenment, enlightenment awakening. You know, awakening, her and I, we exactly. got to the point we got back together. She was, you know, consistent, telling me how happy she was with our marriage. Like she was just like, oh, you know, she's telling me how happy she was, how we were good. We fi we finally figured it out. How you know, figured out how to be as a black couple. We figured out how to. You know, how to be transparent, how to be authentic, how to be real with one another, mm. how to talk about anything, anything, right? Whatever that's it was. Unconditional we love. About it. Yeah. That's, that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. So at, at, the, at that time, that was a total of what? Now you have a total of eight children? Eight, eight children, yeah. Wow. So here I am, you know, I'm sitting here watching. You know, I spent, you know, after she had the, the twins, I spent, you know, three days, three grueling days with her watching her just slowly and surely deteriorate mm. and transition from, you know, was whatever, something that the doctors couldn't even explain. You know, they called it a an anomaly, um, what had happened to her. An anomaly? Anomaly, yeah. Wow. They can Yeah, they couldn't really explain what was going on with her. Wow. So, yeah, so this happens and, you know, and I'm really... Uh, feel like this is it like it's over like ready to check out yeah like like fred sanford used to say this is the big one 
man. Elizabeth, you know, mm. I'm coming. Come, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, you know, Fred G. I started feeling. I'm like, yo, this was, man. Um, that's tough. That's that's a lot. That's heavy. That's heavy, Armand. That's heavy. You, all that you left with eight children. Yeah. You know? That's deep. Yeah. So um, I find myself, you know, a widower. Yeah. Single father of eight children, you know, with really not too much support, right? Because, you know, really don't have a lot of family here. Mm. Um, you know, it's America. Everybody's busy with their jobs, you know, their own children, you know, every, you know. And unfortunately, she didn't even have life insurance. So it's like, I still got to work. I still got to figure out how to provide for eight children. So it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah um yeah i was really um find myself really have to having to just sit still sit still and and figure out who like who i am and my purpose here um because it's almost like there has to be purpose, meaning, in, in all. Well, of you this. had a lot of purpose. You daddy to eight children. That's that's a lot of purpose. That's purpose enough. Huh? That's purpose, definitely. <laughs> There's nothing to think about. Like you got eight children to raise. Yeah. You know, that's you step in, step up, do do what you got to do, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. It sounds good. That's, right. It's like what what what, what other purpose is there? That's sounds like a good sounds like a good lifetime movie. Right? <laughs> inspirational lifetime movie you know yeah that's a that's a that's a lot yeah um, but that sounds like full of purpose to me you know yeah i mean purpose right whatever that means very purpose um so ultimately you know i realized that these experiences you know these these so-called tragedies, right, that I've experienced um, have brought me here in this moment, mm. in this present moment, to share, you know, my experiences with the world. Um, because I feel like I've been inspired with conscious perspectives. Mm. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I I had to do is, you know, really sit back, almost like having an out-of-body experience and analyze how I've gotten here. Like from, in the, and really that's what the story over these last two episodes has been to chronicle where I've been at, you know, over the last 41 years that have led me to this point Dang now. You. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> Wise, right? Um, you know, these things have led me to this point and I've had an ability, an opportunity rather to consciously evaluate my actions, my decisions, um, the corresponding consequences and or, you know, results to where I can now sit back and you know and consciously begin to live life and create my reality our reality consciously Indeed. hence you know 
hence really experiencing a conscious awakening to now where I believe that it's pertinent and critical for us as a people, us as an evolved being, to begin to have these conscious intercourse. Sis. <laughs> conscious dialogue. Yes. <laughs> these well, conscious intercourses, yeah, right? Intertwining yes. ourselves, you know, to you know, it's it's like I came across something that said that uh that our that survival is not our basic instinct, but rather the expression of our divinity is. Mm. Um, you know, and so I our give, true selves, yeah, our nature, you know. You know. Um, you know that 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 really was very profound to me, um, because it's like. You know, I sur- I've survived, right, these tragedies because I'm still here. It said what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger, right? Um, Allegedly. But it's like, is it really my survival? Is it the fact that I'm now really expressing my divinity, right? Because I am a God-realized being. I am a product of God. Mm-hmm. Um and actually, that quote came from um, Neil Donald Walsh. Um, he's a, an amazing author and writer. Um, came across some of his work, and some of his work has really helped me actually make it to this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it was times where I didn't foresee myself, you know, making it through another day. But reading his, you know, his work um, really strengthened me and gave me courage and guidance and fortitude to, you know, to to realize that I am. I'm not a victim, mm. right? But rather, I am a divine being creating my reality in each moment by being present right now in this present moment. Absolutely. And consciously taking, you know, the power that's within me, the God-given power, to tr- to you know to triumph to elevate you no know, like Yeezy saying turn tragedies into triumphs yeah make music that's fire spit my soul, soul through, through the, the wire. wire you know because I'm a champion <laughs> <laughs> I turn tragedies into triumph right I ain't no rapper but hey y'all know what I'm talking about yeah man that's that's conscious intercourse that's what it's all about it's um, yeah thank you so much for sharing your story that's um that's deep yeah definitely definitely looking looking forward to hearing more definitely stay tuned y'all stay stay tuning in for more conscious intercourse on 108.9 power (laughs) (laughs) 108.9 gotta have that power behind there right power my bad 